Hi and welcome to the Business Finance Bulletin, episode 103. week's episode of the Business Finance Bulletin with me, Rob Warlow from Business Loan Services. In this week's episode, insolvency. What impact does it have on small business owners who are left high and dry with outstanding payments? The crowdfunding world, what happened in 2015? And also a look at invoice fraud, a growing risk that many businesses are facing. And a chat with Damon Rands, a cybersecurity specialist, in which he gives three tips to avoid being hit by this latest fraud. And my business finance tip of the week, separating business finance from your personal finance. Let's start off this week's bulletin by looking at insolvency and the impact it can have on small businesses. Now, I don't mean the impact if you are the company going into insolvency, more than if you are owed money by the company that's gone under. Well, recent research come out by R3, which is the insolvency industry body, has revealed that in 2015, they estimate that approximately 113,000 businesses were negatively impacted when their customers went into insolvency. Now, as we know, cash is king and not many businesses can afford to get hit by unpaid debts. So who's taking the largest brunt? Well, perhaps not surprisingly, it's the medium-sized businesses. Now, these are the ones, firms employing anywhere from about 50 to 250 employees. On average, about 14% of those medium-sized businesses are being hit. Larger businesses and smaller businesses, only around 5 to 7% of them have been impacted. So the biggest problem is in the medium businesses, where to where most of the growth is coming from. So what can you do in order to avoid being hit by these situations? Well, first of all, obviously, make sure that you understand who you're offering credit to. And that means doing a credit search. Go out there and find out as much information as you can about that company before you extend credit terms. Because don't forget, essentially by giving a credit limit, you're acting as that company's banker. You're giving them credit. The next thing that you can do, make sure you keep on top of that business, have regular updates as to what they're doing. At the end of the day, you don't want your business to be put at risk by somebody else's mistakes. So some interesting statistics there, so make sure that you don't get caught out. Do your research and make sure you only give credit limits to companies that you're 100% comfortable with. Let's turn now to the crowdfunding world with some exciting news to both finish off 2015 and to start off 2016. First of all, Funding Circle. Uh, Funding Circle, one of the sector's largest providers of loan finance, um, started in 2010 and reached a significant milestone in December 2015 by surpassing the £1 billion of loans given out. Yes, £1 billion of money matched between retail and institutional investors and businesses looking for loan finance. So congratulations to the Funding Circle team. But also a double congratulations because one of their co-founders and CEO, Samir Desai, in the New Year's Honours list, was awarded a CBE for his services to the financial services sector. So superb news there for the Funding Circle team. But that's not it. Also in the New Year's Honours list, the founder and CEO of Zopa, Giles Andrews, was also awarded an OBE. So it just shows that the crowdfunding sector is really going mainstream. So well done to both those individuals and those companies. Now, Crowdcube um, also issued a summary of what it's been up to in 2015. Now, Crowdcube is an equity 
crowdfunding site. In other words, instead of getting debt, you're selling shares through crowdfunding. And also, they've had a very successful year. They've now got 230,000 private investors on board. They match just over £70 million worth of money, uh, with 330 businesses now successfully having raised money through them. And Crowdcube estimate independently verified that they have a market share in that equity space of about 52%. And interestingly, about 20 businesses in the last 12 months have raised in excess of a million pounds so we're not talking small money here so again well done there to the crowdcube team if you want to know more about crowdcube you can just go along to their website crowdcube.com so an exciting year in 2015 i just wonder as i record this at the beginning of 2016 what this year is going to hold invoice fraud now is this a term that you're familiar with if not, don't worry, perhaps, unfortunately, in 2016, you may be impacted by it. So what is invoice fraud? Well, unfortunately, it's a scam that is growing in popularity. And basically how it works is computer hackers enter your IT system. They change de your details on invoices of your bank details to their own accounts and your suppliers unknowns to you end up settling the bills by paying the money direct into the fraudsters account as opposed to your account. Now Experian, the credit reference agency, have realized this is a growing problem and they reckon that in the first uh, six months of 2015 about 749 businesses reported this scam to action fraud. So it is a growing problem. So what Experian decided to do, have just launched a new um, product called Bank Wizard Absolute. And what it does, it allows suppliers to double check that they are making payments into the correct account. So if you've issued invoices, you just register your details online. So when your suppliers come to pay, they can check with Experian to make sure that all the details match up. A great service and a great way to avoid being hit by this scam. But more importantly, what can you do to make sure you don't get hit in the first place? Well, earlier this week, um, I managed to catch up with Damon Rands, who is the MD of Wolfbury IT, cybersecurity specialists. And I asked Damon, what can businesses do in order to avoid being hit by this scam? Cyber hygiene, ensure that your computer systems are secure and you've got the latest version of antivirus software and the latest version of Windows systems on your, on your, on your network. Um, the government run a fantastic um, certification program called um, Cyber Essentials, which I would urge any business to take. Stage two, here's our step two, is um, employee awareness. Ensure that your employees are aware of this type of fraud and not just the finance department, but purchasing sales. And then step three is um, accountancy practice. Make sure that you're consistently chasing your invoices to identify a problem early on if there is one. Some great advice there from Damon. Hunt out cyber essentials. Make sure awareness is high amongst your team about this particular scam. And also just make sure that your record keeping is up to date so you know exactly when invoices are overdue so you can chase them immediately. So watch out for that scam in 2016. My business finance tip of the week. 
separate out your personal financial transactions from your business financial transactions. We see when we're raising finance for businesses, many business owners mixing up their personal expenditure, personal direct debits and standing orders through their business account. Now there's nothing wrong with it, it just makes it very complicated to try and unpick what's the difference between a business expense and a personal expense. So in order to make this much easier for your lender to assess what your business is really doing, Make sure you have separate accounts, separate personal accounts, separate business accounts, separate business credit cards, separate personal credit cards. It makes understanding your business that much easier instead of having a complete mess of a bank statement. So make it easier for your lender, separate out your transactions. That's it for this week. As ever, I hope you enjoyed this bulletin. Don't forget we have the podcast versions available on our SoundCloud page, iTunes, and also now Stitcher. Just go to those our websites and search for Business Finance Bulletin. So thanks very much for being with me. And if you did enjoy the bulletin, don't forget to give it a like um, or share it amongst your colleagues. So thanks very much. I look forward to being with you again next Friday. Have a great, successful, profitable week. Bye-bye now.